Hey there, so thank you so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we just thank you and praise you that you're here. We just acknowledge your presence because you said that when we gathered in your name, you'd be here. And we just receive from you today what you have for us. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Thank you for revelation knowledge. And we thank you we won't leave here without being changed. We praise you in your name. He's so good. He's so in love with us. He has a word for us today. And the word that he has for us is so important. We have to understand that our warfare isn't against flesh and blood. That's what he wants us to know. He wants us to know that we have a real life enemy and he is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he does that with our ignorance of him and our ignorance of taking authority over him. Jesus said he he is giving us the keys to the kingdom, and we are to bind the enemy. We are to stop him in his tracks. All the things that are going on today, you know, people are fighting and everything's just getting crazy, and it's because we are not taking authority over the enemy. We don't know who our enemy is. And so God is saying it's time to wake up and do what we're called to do. But he especially wants to talk to us today about our children, about the people that we love, that in this time, the the pressure that is on them is just so overwhelming. In the lockdown, you know, just being locked up and not having um, that socialism that we need, not being able to go to church, not being able to go to school and have all those fun things going on is really hard on our children. And as Jesus said that he came that we may have life, have it to the full until it overflows. And that has been taken away from us. We have not been living in that full life. And so the enemy, he is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And so we have to be aware of that. And he does that in our thinking. And that's why Corinthians says to take captive every thought and make it like the word of God. So 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3, though we walk and live in the flesh, we're not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh and using mere human weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Insomuch we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and everything that exalts itself against the true knowledge of God and lead every thought captive into the obedience of Christ. Take every thought captive, make our thoughts according to the word of God. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing the word of God. So we got to get that faith in our heart and we have to, and when we get faith, we're getting revelation knowledge. And we're purposefully thinking God's way. When you focus on something, you take it in and you start thinking of it. Like when you hang around somebody and they say a certain phrase all the time, you end up saying that certain phrase too. And so you want to get the Word of God in your heart. It's life and health to you and your flesh. The Word of God is going to keep you and you want to feed it to your children. We're called to take care of our children. They are, they've been giving to us, they've been given to us as a blessing, and we need to take care of them. We need to teach them the word of God so that they can live strong, so that they know that the enemy is going to come against them. 
And as Jesus said, the enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy. So he's going to come against us. He's going to try to stop us. He's going to try to kill your children. He's going to try to take them away from you. And we are not to let him. Get up every morning. Take authority over him. You have authority over him. Jesus said that he's given us power over the enemy. Right in the beginning, God designed it that way. We would have power over him. And Adam and Eve obeyed him and gave in to him. And so then he was their God. And he's trying to do the same thing today, even though he has no right. If you're ignorant of the word of God, he's going to take over. And God truly wants you to know in this day that he is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And your ignorance of him can make that happen. He's already infected the world with fear. And God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. God, so God wants you to know. He wants you to have revelation knowledge. And when you pay attention to God, He is going to give you that revelation knowledge. Jesus said, pay attention to what you hear. Even what you have, if you don't, is going to be taken from you by force. And that is, of course, the enemy. He is out to steal God from you. Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word of God, even, he's going to come and try to take it. He's trying to steal God from you. He's trying to steal your eternal life from you. He's trying to steal your kids from you, your happiness, your peace, your joy, your freedom. That's what he's trying to do. And yeah, you know, there's all these things, all these theories going on, you know, who's doing what and what's what's all happening, and it doesn't matter because our warfare is actually against the enemy, not against men. And so we need to take authority. We need to be bold as Christians and go out in all the world and do what we are called to do, lay hands on the sick, preach the gospel, right? We're to lay hands on the sick, not be afraid of them. We are not to be afraid of the enemy. He needs to be afraid of us. And when we know who we are in Christ, when we take captive every thought and we start getting the word of God in our heart and we start realizing who we are, when we get on our knees every day and hear God speak to us, our part in this time, and you so want to do that, you know, you have a part, even if you haven't been doing anything up until now, now's a really good time to get on your knees and say, God, I realize you're coming. And he is. And that's how you can tell things are getting so crazy as he said they would. And so get on your knees and say, God, I I know that you're coming. God, I know that you're a thought away. Corinthians tells us that he's going to give us the thoughts and purposes of his heart. My sheep know my voice and they follow me. So don't believe the lie that you can't hear God. You can. And it starts with believing that you can. He is his word. John 1, 1 tells us in the beginning is the word and the word is God. So you start looking at the word of God and you've already started to hear God. And he said, if you obey him, he's going to make himself real to you. John 14, 21, if you love me, you'll obey me and I'll show myself to you. We got a great work to do. We got to get bold and go out and do his work. That's what he's calling us to do. So find out your part. Get on your knees and find out what you're supposed to do. You can tell the time is close for Jesus's return. And he spoke that to me audibly. He said, the hour of Jesus has come. And the Holy Spirit said, what does that mean, Lord? And he said, the hour of testing is at hand. 
I'm just going to keep telling you this. You may have heard it before. And then two days later, he said, a great hour of testing is at hand. And then he said, I'm frustrated. Obey me. You know, when your kids take your life, and this all like came from a story I heard about this little boy who hung himself. And it had to do with his social distancing. It had to do with him feeling alone and beating himself up. You know, that's how the enemy works. You know, he comes in your thinking and he tries to get you to put yourself down and, and, you're, and you're constantly doing that. And then after a while, you believe the things that he's been telling you to tell yourself. And, you know, kids don't know. They think it's themselves. And some adults don't know. And some adults take their own life because they're practicing the enemy's thinking. They're thinking these bad things about themselves, and they get to the place where they're just constantly putting themselves down, calling themselves a dummy, you know, calling themselves all kinds of names, even calling death to themselves. And the Bible says we can have what we say. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. As a man thinks, so is he. It starts with your thinking, and that's why we are to take captive every thought and make it like God. Take captive every thought, because as you think, that is how you're going to be. And Jesus said, what you're full of is going to come out of your mouth. So if you're hanging out with the enemy and you're listening to him tell you how bad you are and telling you the doom and the gloom and you're meditating that and you're hanging out with him and and you're believing that and you're taking that in, that's all going to grow and it's going to keep coming on the uh, coming out of your mouth and then what you say is what you get. Jesus said, Mark 11:24, whatever you say, whatever you have constant faith in, that whatever you say, it's going to happen. And so you can call those good things. That's what he wants you to do. He said, whatever you say, if you believe what you say, whether good or bad, it's going to happen. And you can on purpose call things to be not as though they were like God did. He got out in the dark and he said, let there be light. He didn't start complaining about the dark. He didn't say, what am I going to do? He knew exactly what to do. And we need to know exactly what to do. We can't be moaning and groaning and and just be all doom and gloom. We can't do that because we're inviting the enemy in our home and we're teaching our children to do that. And when that happens, then the enemy just takes over. When In the beginning, when I was learning this, I had a vision of my front door. I felt like God said, bolt it up. And I took boards in the spirit, you know, and I, I hammered them all the way up and down the door, and I could see the enemy peeking in. He is desperate. He wants so much to kill, steal, and destroy in our lives, and it starts in our thinking. He has access to our thinking. He is a thought. That's the only power he has. He comes in your thinking and tries to control you. He talks to you through other people. He manipulates by thought. And so you want to take captive every thought. Pay attention to what you're thinking. Pay attention to what your children are thinking. Pay attention to them. Talk to them. Tell them the truth. Tell them that they can't be thinking the bad thoughts about themselves. That is not God. God made us beautiful in his likeness, and he has a plan for us. And he's going to come And he's going to get us, but we got to be on his side. If you're meditating the enemy's lie, you're on his side. And you're representing him. And he's just going to pull out the rug from under you. And he's going to get you to kill yourself. That's what he wants to do. 
He doesn't want anyone to be with God. He is out to kill, steal, and destroy, and Jesus said that. He said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full until it overflows. And you can still have that life in this place. If you get up every day and you teach your children, I'm going to be happy even in the midst of this. I can use this time to get to know God more. Teach your children what they were gifted to do and get them working on that as long as they're not in school and as long as they're home. Find out what they were created to do. If it's music, if it's to play a guitar, get them a guitar. Get them the thing that they need to do that gift that they were called to do and get them working on that and they're going to have joy. Jesus said, I tell you all this so my joy will be in you and be and be complete. We all are gifted to do something for the Lord. Teach them that as well. Tell them to to get on your knees with them and and ask the Lord what he would have them do in this time and what they were called to do. Teach them to use that talent that God put on the inside of them for his purpose, for such a time as this. There's something for all of us to be doing, and God's will is that not one should perish. And that is what he's thinking about right now. He's always talking to me about salvation, to go and tell who he is. And so you can do that. Go and find somebody who doesn't know Jesus and tell them about Jesus because the time is soon for his return and he wants everyone to know who he is, everyone to have a fair shot to choose him or not to choose him. And the enemy is trying to steal that. And so, yeah, he, he's working in the minds of your children. And so I just want to just encourage you to keep talking to them day after day and teach them not to think those thoughts. They are evil thoughts, and those evil thoughts will take them out if they're uncontrolled. If they don't know what's going on, they're just going to be thinking how bad they are. And it's so natural for us to do that, to live by our flesh. And if we're, if we're not making accomplishments, then we're going to start feeling bad. So that's why the other good thing to do is to teach them to make accomplishments, to find out from God what they were called to do and start doing it, because that is going to give you happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. In fact, the Bible says when you bring up your kids and they're bent, they're never going to turn away from the Lord because they're going to see the happiness in doing what they were called to do. It gives you happiness when you're doing what you're good at, what you love to do. It brings happiness, and you can do it right at home. Whatever it is, God will make a way for you. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And If you never actually asked him to come and live on the inside of you, then you can do that now. He told the disciples when he left, they were grieving because he was leaving, and they were so close to him, and he did so much good in their lives, and they're so sad that he was going. He said not to grieve that the Father was going to send the Holy Spirit to come and take his place. And Revelation 3, 20 says that he's already knocking at the door of your heart, and if you heed his voice, and you got to teach your kids this too, they need the Holy Spirit to live on the inside of them so they can hear God, so they know what God is thinking and feeling. We need to know what God is thinking and feeling in this hour, especially, so that we can follow him. But anyway, he said, if you heed my voice and invite me in, I'll come in and dine with you. He's going to be with you. He's going to keep you safe in this hour. He is so good. Say that prayer with me, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us and be our God. And we just receive you now. We thank you for coming in. We heed your voice. 
We know that you know better than us. We're asking you to correct us because you said that you correct those that you love. Show us where you want us to go and what you want us to do in this hour. Show us, Lord, exactly what we're called to do. Help us to be able to help our children and, and, and help us in this time where we're cut off from the regular routine that we had, for, where we could just go and be with other people and meet in church. We just thank you and praise you for filling those gaps. We know you can do anything, and so we thank you ahead of time for it. Thank you for changing us. We're asking that you help us to know what you're thinking and that you would just empower us to live in this time without feeling like we can't do it, you know, and, and believing those thoughts that we can go, can't go on, but we can. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Thank you, Jesus. I just feel like God is saying he has another word for us, so I'm just going to listen for a minute. Okay. He's saying just think about what you're thinking about all the time. And make sure you're not thinking anything derogatory. Make sure you're not putting yourself down and continue to put the word in your heart every day. Put the word in your heart until you feel as though you're overflowing with love, peace, and joy. He's so good. We need to hear that. Keep that word going in your heart. Look at it. Look at it. Hear it. Hear the word of God. Talk the word of God. Thank the word of God. That is your freedom. That's your happiness, your peace, your joy, and your contentment. That's how you can have life, have it to the full, until it overflows. Even in the midst of all this chaos, you can be happy. And you can have church right at home. He's so good. He's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. Remember, John 1.1 1, 1 says he is his word. And so you want to take that word and get it in your heart and get to know him. Start in the New Testament. Start with Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and get to know Jesus. Binge on the word, and you will be happy. You'll have peace, joy, and contentment. Love you so much. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.